Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hi guys and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, resident business coach here. And for those of you who are regular listeners, thank you for your patience with me. I know it's been a hot second between podcast episodes. I've been on a roller coaster of uh, sickness. I think I nearly lost my voice a few weeks back. I was in a five-day lockdown after coming home from Melbourne and just recently returned from Queensland doing some really exciting projects, which I'm excited to share with you guys very soon. But today I am back home in Sydney and here I am sitting on my couch recording a bunch of podcasts and some intros from for some really great interviews that I've been doing and are ready to, to launch to you. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Um, you didn't notice a difference, but here we are. And this topic I've been wanting to share about for a while because it's something that I'm really passionate about in my business. And I'm actually doing a talk coming up with One Roof, who are an online co-working membership program. Um, they're actually based in Melbourne and they've gone fully online since COVID, but they are offering a discount code. So I think it's for women only. But if you're interested in having like an online community of networking and co-working and um, talks and things like that, you can check out One Roof, W-O-N-E-R-O-O-F, and use the discount code Startup Creative, all one word, all lowercase, and you'll get 50% off a membership for a lifetime and you can um, – cancel at any time. So if that's something that you're looking for, I know that we get asked about that a lot. And I, for me, I I would prefer to support a sister company like One Roof who are doing some really cool things and send people their way. So yeah, check those guys out if that's something you're interested in. But we're going to be doing a similar topic for this for their members. But I thought I'd do a bit of a teaser content here for you guys um, without the visuals. And it's called How to 10 Times Your Business. So why I love this topic is because it can be relevant to no matter what stage of your business you're at. So... I think when you're looking at how to 10 times your business, and so let's just break that down a little bit. 10 timing your business is probably just a really smart strategy to always have in the back of your head. I know there's definitely times in my business where I'm like, stop writing goals, stop trying to grow, just you know, celebrate where you are and be present with what you're doing right now. Yes, absolutely. But there's also this mindset of how can I do this better? How can I be of service? Maybe how can I quicken my delivery? Maybe how can I make it more affordable? Maybe what are the needs of my target market that I'm not yet addressing and perhaps there's a new product offering there? So really, it can be applied to any stage of growth in your business. So maybe where you've noticed that you're feeling stuck, 
perhaps you're making a lot of money and you're working away in the business, but you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over and you're not really getting anywhere. You're not really breaking new ground or, you know, stepping into that new pay bracket. I see it a lot with coaching clients that they've gone through the startup journey and they've gotten their product or service into the marketplace and are ready, you know, have proven that they can leave their job and make money doing what they love. Um, but then almost get stuck in that, that next phase of business, which is, you know, turning the wheels and making the money, but money in, money out and can't quite crack to that next scalable level of their business. And it's something that I see time and time again in successful businesses and people who are managing to grow a bigger audience. Perhaps they're the leader in their industry. They're getting more opportunities. Maybe they're hiring teams. They're bringing on new products. They're, they're growing and scaling with more ease. And the secret to this is that it's not necessarily that that business or that person is any better or smarter than you. I would say that they've got a constant thought process or a a, a constant agenda or, or a constant mindset of saying, how can we grow? How can we do better? And always looking for opportunities because I think the danger is um, and this even happens to me six years in is that we get to these moments of businesses doing well, right? When we're, we're, we've reached a milestone. Okay, cool. I can make money from this now. I'm no longer in my nine to five or I launched that product or, you know, I've got clients coming in. Um, and that's all well and good. And that's the, you know, milestone number one. But for those of you who are wanting to grow and to expand and to to keep looking for new ways to be excited by your business or to make more money or to serve more customers or to bring on new offerings, then there should be a constant question of how can I do this 10 times better? And the reason why this is such an important question is because what I find is when you ask that question of yourself and you actually create the space to consider it, then the answers are pretty close by. They're not necessarily that hard. If you've been in business and you've had some wins and you've got some target market success stories and you've got a following and you, you've had some little wins along the way, then you know what you need to do. You probably just haven't created the space and you haven't asked the question for the answers to come through. So this was my first aid kit for me. It was when I wrote my first aid kit, it was all about facilitating these questions and these conversations with business owners who know what to do. You guys are out there. I work with you as coaching clients. It's fabulous and I love it, but I can't work with all of you. So I wrote a 150-page downloadable document. It has some videos embedded, but it is jam-packed with worksheets to help you to stop and to zoom out and to look at what needs to happen in your business to to give it a bit of a boost, um, to give it more energy, maybe to take it up a notch. So in today's episode... 
I'm going to teach you how to notice it, how to notice when you need to be asking this question, because not all of you are there yet. And there's going to be times where business ebbs and flows, and maybe you're cruising and riding the wave of what is working and roll with that. Like, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't feel like you always have to be competing and growing and scaling. So I'll give you some ways to identify when this might be necessary for you or relevant to you in your business. And then I'm going to teach you um, some questions to consider and some things to ask and, and give some insight into why I think this is so relevant. Okay, so we've all heard the sayings work smarter and not harder in your business and take time to work on your business and not always in it. This is very relevant for those of you who might be in those stages of being like, how can I do this, but I've got no more time in my day or I I want to do this with less input and the same amount of output. And then also for those of you who might be feeling close to burnout and maybe feeling stuck or overwhelmed in your business, perhaps you're feeling there's never enough time in the day that you need help, that maybe you should be hiring someone, or if it's really bad and I've been here before, the thought goes through your head of like, fuck it, <laughs> I'm shutting the whole thing down and I'm done here. Like this, this is, there's nowhere more for me to go. I can't see a way out. They are all really beautiful indicators that is time to stop, to zoom out and to look at how you can do things better. And I'm going to give you some reflection questions. And for those of you who want to go even deeper with this, there is a whole chapter in our first aid kit called How to 10 Times Your Business. And I walk through three strategies in terms of scaling your business, which is how do we increase our pricing? How do we increase our customer base? And how do we keep showing up for our existing customers and create new offerings or, or increase their spending with us as a business? So that's in the the first aid kit. If you want to grab it, it's on our website, startupcreative.com.au. Okay, so if you're feeling that some of those feels and you're realizing that it's time for change, there's something's got to give here, then instead of throwing your business in the bin, which a few people have had to stop me from doing over the years, or just keep going with the same old, same old until you fully burn out and you can't get out of bed anymore, which I've also been close to, then see if you can start to notice when you need to actually stop. And let's just chat about this for a hot second because a lot of people hate stopping. Like when you're almost manic and crazy and busy and I've been here and I can get here just on a you know busy schedule, let alone business being crazy and you feel like there's so much to do and there's not enough time in the day and if somebody says to you you need to stop it's like leave me alone like how dare you I have to keep going there like I can't stop now if you've thought that recently then my suggestion for you would be like stop immediately because it probably means that you're in this like crazy non-stop space and there's there's let don't get me wrong there's definitely times where it's like I'm on a momentum 
you know, high and things are working and I've got to keep up and, and, you know, this is, I'm work, I know exactly what I'm working towards and I know the outcome I'm going to get and I know why I'm doing this in my business. That's the difference between somebody who's like clearly driven and focused and super energized and super busy versus someone who's like manically throwing everything they can at their business, but not quite getting the results. So I've been in both of those spaces. The book for me was like that manic, crazy, get up and stay disciplined. Um, but then the, like last week when I nearly lost my voice, that was a you need to stop now moment and take a few steps back. So trust and know that it is, it will help. It may feel counterintuitive because you feel like if you stop, then everything's going to fall to the ground, which it may well do and that's okay. You know, there's, I think one of my favorite quotes from very early days in my business was from Tim Ferriss who wrote The 4-Hour Workweek and he quotes, his quote is that nothing is urgent. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it. But that for me really sunk in and if you think about it, there's another great book called um, Never Split the Difference which is all about negotiation And he talks in that book and is like, is there really a deadline? (laughs) Like how often is there a hardcore strict deadline? Maybe catching a flight, I would say, because that definitely gives me anxiety. But, you know, the plane will take off without you. But most of the time you can get on the next plane or you can catch a bus or whatever. So, you know, starting to really get real with how much pressure we put on ourselves for deadlines and I was having this conversation with a client the other day, actually, and they were walk- working towards a launch. And I remember when my magazine was launching and I used to get so worked up about this launch date that I set. And there were times where, I, you know, the workup was relevant because I had a party that I had to launch with the magazine. But most of the time, there was enough buffer in there to let the magazine arrival run a few days over before the party. And I remember my business partner at the time and I saying to each other, like, no one's going to remember exactly what date this launched. You know, if we need to push it out, we need to move the timeline, like no one's going to remember. What they will remember is the quality of the articles, the quality of the paper and the printing and you know the imagery and everything else that that is that will make up the magazine so sometimes our deadlines that we set like ask yourself the question is this a is this a hard deadline that is really relevant and and needs to be held or am i putting added pressure on myself here so that's a, a really good place to start and you know taking the time out to stop and and ease deadlines or ease goals that you've put on yourself there's definitely been many of times where my house is covered in goals and my phone is covered in goals my diaries my mirrors in my bathroom and I have to stop and take them all down I'm like enough striving Kayleen you actually just need to get well or you need to ground or you need to be present in the moment or you need to to work on yourself or heal from this moment in time and it's really hard. Like when I sat on the couch for four days a couple of weeks back to heal my voice, I was 
like I wanted to open my email. I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel a little bit better after like, you know, a couple of hours rest. And I was like, I really had to discipline myself to be like, no, rest properly. Like really allow your body to sink into deep rest. And then once you come back out of the other side, you'll have 10 times more energy. So sometimes it's okay. We have to talk ourselves into stopping and resting and zooming out. And the reason being for this is that when you're in that crazy panicked space or, you know, nothing's working, I know it so clearly, you're like, I'm doing all the things and why isn't this working? (laughs) And it, it, for me, it's like, I'm a little bit out of alignment. And when you're in that space, most of the time is what's probably happening in your body is you're in a bit of fight or flight, right? So when you're in that space, your brain is wired to shut down creativity. It's shut down to awe and excitement and opportunities because it needs to reserve its energy to fight or to flight. So it becomes tunnel visioned. And it's not going to sit there and look at a piece of art and say, what does this mean to me? And, and what is this? <laughs> you know, how can I reflect on this to inspire my next move in business? Like if you're in fight or flight and there's a, there's a threat around you, your brain is not looking for new ways to, to get out of that situation, to innovate. It's just going for the quickest, fastest way to activate the necessary systems in your body in order to keep you safe. So you cannot create new opportunities and new ways to do business or to do it better when you're in that state. You need to rest. You need to de-escalate. You need to calm your body down. You need to come back into a coherent state so that your body can actually start to creatively solve problems or to look for new opportunities and find new ways to do things. When I was in Queensland a couple of last week, actually, um, it was, I was there for a whole week and I was super busy. And once the big project had, had finished, I spent a day just like I went to the beach. I had breakfast with my parents and I just, um, didn't do work. And all of the, the noise and the deadlines and the schedules that were in my head, um, were gone now. And it felt like I had all this creative space open up in my brain. And just spending the day kind of pottering about, new ideas started to come into my head and I, I joined a few dots of things and I, and I came up with a new concept or a new angle or, you know, a new offering or, or partnership that I could do with Startup Creative that would take us to a new level that would, you know, 10 times our business and our expert status and our networks. And that could not have come the week leading up to that because my brain had zero capacity for anything else. So a a good example of when you stop and take time out, then new ideas can actually start to reveal themselves. So step number one is to stop. Notice when it's happening in your body and try to stop before you can, um, before you, it gets too far and zoom out and start to ask yourself some questions. So the, the concept or the question of how do I 10 times my business, this could be applied to how do you do things cheaper? Maybe how do you do things faster? Maybe how can you have more fun in your business? 
what new opportunities, maybe more sustainable? Um, how can I work smarter and not harder? How can I show up for my existing database in a, a better way? And what I find here, and I do this, I ask myself this question probably once a month or so in my business. And it's the things that we know, right? I'm sure that you guys listen to other podcasts, you've done online courses, you've watched Instagram TV, you've been to courses, you've had a coach, you've had a mentor, you've listened to somebody speak about what they're doing in their business. And there's this never ending list of like, oh my God, I need to, I need to set up those automated emails. I need to get back to that person. I need to post more on Instagram. Maybe I need to order that that new um, product line or we need to find a new place to source this aspect of our business or I need help, I should be hiring someone. You know it's there, right? We all know that we could be doing more and we could be doing better. This isn't what that's about though. It's not about keeping up with everyone else and trying to tick all the boxes. Like that is just going to sink you in a hot second, especially if you've come out of a place of overwhelm. How I suggest that you do this is to start with what is it that you aren't liking about your business? So what is it that you're finding hard? What don't you have time for? What aren't you enjoying? Like what are the parts of your business? Maybe where are you dropping the ball? You know, ask yourself what isn't working because if you come from that place of like I'm ready to grow and scale, chances are you're full of ideas. You know where you want to go next, but you've, you're spending too much of your time kind of doing these things over here that you don't really need to be doing that drain a lot of your energy that you procrastinate about because they're not your strength, right? So that's a really good place to start. What, what is it that you wish you could either not do or outsource? And then look at that list and maybe there's things on there that just aren't returning the investment that it's taking you to do. And maybe you just need to cut it out altogether. Maybe there's things on there that are a huge waste of your time and somebody else could be doing it better and faster for you. And then we need to go back and look at how do we find a way to uh, to pay somebody to do that. And outsourcing is one of the most powerful things you can do to grow and scale your business because there is certain things that you can do. And if you're the entrepreneur, then you've, your job is to keep thinking of the new ideas because if you don't, there isn't there, you run the risk of being made irrelevant. You run the risk of missing opportunities and somebody else snapping them up and doing them better than you. And you run the risk of not delivering the best possible product or service, which can ruin your reputation. And we all know that, you know, customers are so temperamental (laughs) in that, you know, we, we expect businesses to deliver express post and to, you know, always be available for us and to make sure, you know, it's doesn't get ruined in the mail or whatever. Right always have stock of exactly what we want. So there's a lot of pressure there, but um, your job as the entrepreneur is to be the head of the ship, right? And to keep, keep looking forward to 
to growing and to scaling because otherwise you become stagnant and you become resentful and you become bored and that's when businesses start to shut down. So what isn't working? And then the other question is, where do I want to be spending my time? You know, what, 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 what do I want? What is my outcome? What do I need more of? And when it comes to growing pains and scaling in business, this question is so important and it is so, it needs to be relevant to you and to you alone, not what other people are doing, not what you think you should be doing. Because sometimes the hard truth is that you might actually zoom out and say, okay, what do I want? And maybe it's just that I want rest. <laughs> or maybe it's like I want 10 times my income or I want to um, work with this kind of customer or um, I want to feel like this. I want to be with my kids more, like whatever that is for you. It will be so personal to exactly where you are at in your life right now. And it has to be because if it's not, then you're, you're not going to be able to get behind it. You're not going to be able to really truly embody it and embrace it and do what needs to be done and maybe even make some hard decisions around the next steps. So get really real with yourself. You might like to sit in silence, to journal and to take a good hard look at your life and go, What is it that I truly want right now? Not what should I be doing next in my business? And then from that place, you can start to redesign your business or look at, look at the elements of your business and see whether it is in alignment with what you truly want or whether what needs to happen in order to bring it into alignment. So perhaps maybe you sit down and say, I want more time then you can make a list of all the things that are taking up your time that maybe you don't need to be doing. And you can find somebody to, to, to pay to do those or to volunteer or to intern. And then perhaps also you could maybe cut back a day of week and be like, actually, what if I just condensed all my work into these days and I wasn't available on Fridays? Maybe that's just a good place to start. So the ideas are there, the opportunities are there, the answers are sitting there. It's just that we don't always take the time to ask ourselves, what do we want and how do I bring my business back into alignment? Because if you've been listening to me and this podcast and Startup Creative's message for the last six years, you'll know that I am such a big believer in businesses being out to serve us and the lives we want to be living as well. We should never be in this rat race and create the rat race for ourselves of I have to do this and I can't afford it and I don't have time. Like for me, I hate those sentences. Like <laughs> I find them like putting yourself in your own jail. Like you're, you do have time, you can afford it and you should be loving what you do, but you just haven't focused on that. You haven't designed your life around that. So if your priority is making $100,000 in a year to buy your first house, then cool, design your business around that. But give it a reason, give it a why, give it a a purpose and, and get excited by that. 
But if your purpose is to travel the world or to spend more time with your family or to heal your body or to do what you love and not feel super pressured to have to create for the sake of creating, then create a business around that. And I really truly do believe this in all of my soul is that what you focus on expands. And when life gives you these pressure points, when it applies these discomforts or these moments where it's showing you that it's not working and it's out of alignment, then what it's actually trying to do is wake you up to to get you to realign, to make sure that your life is in flow and in it, it is abundant and, and that it is in line with your soul's purpose of being on this planet as well. So there's lots of opportunities, lots of answers that you already know. You just need to create the space and get clear about what it is that you want and make sure that it is what you want, not what the world tells you that you want, not what your parents or your partner or your kids or your you know inner critic is telling you what you want. Take time to stop, to lean out, to observe. And when the pressure is applied, don't necessarily take it as a bad thing and and be erratic like I sometimes am (laughs) and throw it all in the air. Sometimes you need to actually, you know what, drop all the balls. Um, But instead use it as an indicator that maybe you need to stop and to have a look at the bigger picture. And I just wanted to share with you this great quote that I just found in my first aid kit from Seth Godin because it's something that I've been contemplating a lot lately and working with my clients on. So it says, discomfort brings engagement and change. Discomfort means you're doing something that others were unlikely to do because they're hiding out in the comfort zone. When your uncomfortable actions lead to success, The organization rewards you and brings you back for more. From Seth Godin, who's an incredible author um, and has written some incredible stuff about business and, and books. But I look at that quote and I read it and it is so real. If you're in your comfort zone, whether you're just plodding along or perhaps you're, you know, just doing things that you've always done then the only way to change, the only way to upskill, to scale, to go bigger, to compete with people that you're inspired by or that you admire or that you want to be playing in a, in a bigger pool with, you have to go through a level of discomfort. You have to move through the pain. You have to break open. And I'm sure I've shared it before, but my favorite analogy is nature. Nature is constantly showing us how to to go into the abyss and to the darkness like a seed is buried underground in order to break up through the soil and become a plant and to grow. A woman has to um, break her her body goes to whole new levels to to bring a baby into this world and you know waves crash on the ocean or on on the sand or on the cliff edges to form these beautiful structures and there's a there's an aggressive breaking right 
So all of these reflections back of change and new formations come through a level of pressure and discomfort. So can you lean into it? Can you use it to help you purify your existing business to pull out all of the the things that aren't working and to refine your goals and your purpose and your vision and the direction that you're taking with your business and set your sales for exactly the life and the business that you want to be living, not what other people are expecting you to do. Good luck. Let me know how you go and welcome back to our podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.